Welcome to the Daily Devotional with Derek Nider. Thanks for joining us as he walks us through the pages of Scripture with a daily word of insight and encouragement. Today we're joined by Pastor Alec Nider. All right, welcome back to our um, personal devotional time in Romans. I do want to encourage you um, after you listen to this devotion uh, to go off on your own and really read the scripture by yourself. I mean, it's great that you're listening to this. I think it's amazing, but also God wants to speak to you. So uh, listen to this, get some ideas on how you can like format format your, your reading time, uh, hear what God spoke to me, but then also really encourage you to get some time with the Lord on your own. We're going to be in Romans uh, just reading verses 2 in chapter 12 again. Let's just come before the Lord and ask Him to guide us. Holy Spirit, we ask that You would illuminate our minds. Forgive us for the, um, the things that we're bringing into this, God, the, 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 the sin that we have in our lives, God, the, the thoughts that are wrong. Forgive us for the distraction, Lord. We know that we're human. We know that we're not supposed to be condemned, but God, we just want to hear Your voice. Holy Spirit, please just clear our minds so that we can hear you. Clear our minds from our own preconceived ideas of what this text is saying. And just teach us today exactly what you want. We love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Romans 12, 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing and perfect will. I'm just going to read it one more time. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. I don't know about you, but one of the biggest questions early on in my faith, and probably still to this day, one of the questions that I ask the Lord the most is, Lord, what's your will for my life? You know, I'm kind of a person that uh, loves to dream and loves to think of the future. I love to think about what could happen and what will happen all as I'm serving Christ and I'm seeking to glorify him. Um, but early on, one of my biggest questions was like, how do I know your, your will, God? Like, how do I understand what you want for my life in this moment? You know, honestly, it's the only reason that I went to Bible college. I didn't go to Bible college because I wanted to be a pastor or because I wanted to, you know, have some like deep theological understanding for my future career. I just wanted to go to say, okay, the Bible's being taught here. I could probably find God's will for my life in this moment. Um, but what I've realized over the years, the few years that I've been following Jesus, um, I've, I've realized that this verse tells us exactly what it means to find God's will. We find God's will when our minds and our lives are spiritually renewed into the, the thoughts of Jesus. When our minds are focused on His will, not our will. When our minds are focused on what He, how we can glorify Him instead of how we can glorify ourselves. When our minds are focused on things that are not of this world, but the things of God. That is when we understand what God's will for our lives is. Um, it's easy for us to be conformed to the world around us. You know, there's three enemies of the spiritual life. There's our flesh, there's the adversary, but there's also the world. And the world kind of creates this environment where um, subtly, it's not always super obvious, we can get caught up in lifestyles and ways of thinking that it, the world um, produces, but also encourages us to think that aren't really glorifying to God. 
you know, things like we can be focused on our material goods. We can find our identity wrapped up in how much we have in our bank account or what car we have or whatnot. We are always in a hurry, it seems. That's such a worldly idea to be rushed and to be um, just anxious and stressed out and just to be in a hurry when it comes to the things that we do. And we can use people to get what we want. These are all worldly ideas that are easily wrapped up into um, way, the ways that we think, even as Christians. But Jesus is calling us to, to something that's way more radical. He's calling us to not be conformed to the easy thought life of the world around us, but to have the thought life, the thought life of Jesus. Excuse me. As I'm responding to this passage, I'm thinking, what is my mind set on that mirrors the world rather than Jesus? Is it my ideas of success? Is it my ideas of money? Is it my ideas of marriage? Is it my ideas of what the good life is? Are my, is my mind look, seeking to mirror Jesus' mind for those things or for the world around me? And my prayer, honestly, is teach me, Lord, what to center my mind on you, to center my mind on your things. Teach me to have a heavenly perspective on what success really is. Teach me to have a heavenly perspective on how I handle my finances. Teach me to have a heavenly perspective on how I treat my wife. And Lord, teach me what your heavenly perspective is for what this life is supposed to be. Is it a life of, of rush and hurry or is it a life of personal devotion and peace with the Father? Um, Lord, teach me how I can center my mind on you. And I pray that for you today, that as you go about your day, doing the things that you do every single day of your lives, may our minds become places that we're centered on what Jesus thinks rather than the world around us. God bless. We hope this podcast has ministered to you. If it has, we welcome you to rate it or leave a review. If you would like to stay connected with Pastor Derek Nider or find many more teachings, please visit cclasvegas.org, click visit, and then choose Pastor Derek Nider. These links are also in this episode's description. Until next time, God bless you.